You're listening to the next dimension. Dragon Ball Super presents. said <laughs> Z. Super presents episodes 42, 43, 44, 45, and 46. 46. 46. 46. So that's your destiny, let's go. Yes, run the kick and murder. Mushabuloi. Sege eko to gamaturundase. a Dragon Ball Super podcast. Um, last time I checked, I'm Donovan Morgan Grant, and if I recall correctly, I am joined by my friend and yours, Mr. Jesse Garrett. Yep, uh, that's still me, so we're both here. Yes, and just like last time, we're begging your forgiveness. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I've let out uh, a previous uh, episode in the feed to sort of explain what's been going on. But again, uh, it's been far too long since our last episode has been published. Um, right. And that, in that last one, we, we had apologized for the, I believe two month, um, uh, hiatus. And again, as much as we can apologize and we do apologize and we thank everyone for sticking with us and re- for being also incredibly patient. Um, it is one of those things where it's to the point now where we're going to have to change up our production schedule. We're no longer going to be a monthly show because we just can't. Um, we're going to go a few times a year, uh, three or four times a year, depending on every three months or every four months, um, which might mean, which, which does mean more episodes for us to watch, but at least space over a longer period of time. So, although according to Wikipedia, there is an, un, there is a lot of episodes for the upcoming Trunks arc, we will have a lot more longer time to kind of space it out and kind of review that arc as a whole, kind of review it generally as opposed to kind of, you know, doing a few episodes in a break because I feel that like you guys are owed for us not to take so long getting to certain points. Um, I'm sure, I'm not sure where Dragon Ball Super in Japan will be a year from now, but we will be closer to catching up with that rather than just kind of going like five episodes at a time. And hopefully it'll help us not to burn out on this show because of our other um, uh, responsibilities. And uh, it will keep uh, this show fresh and unpredictable as always. But I've been talking far too long jesse it's been a dog's age how have you been doing man uh well 
Uh, you know, life has, uh, I think, thrown us both some, some curveballs. But, you know, <laughs> speaking to some of our listeners on Facebook and such, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm really relieved that a lot of them have been like, hey, you know, is there any drama going on with the show? You know, is anything <laughs> happening? And it's like, no, no, just, you know, stuff kind of got in the way, unfortunately. And they're like, oh, we, we understand. That's great. You know, I'm just glad the show's going to continue. So I really do applaud everybody who who's not been rushing us and who hasn't been, you know, well, I guess they've been biting it, you know, chomping at the bit, which is great because I love that they enjoy the show. But no one no one's really felt made us feel rushed, but we still, yes. both, you know, and it's, uh, yeah, me, Don and I both kind of, you know, sat back and he, he gave me the idea or came up with the idea of just doing, you know, arcs at a time or, or just more more content at a time because I I know like with me once we're on the phone talking I can continue talking you know once we're in the zone once we have you know once me and I connected on the phone and we have time to talk about an episode we can continue doing that but it's just nailing down times and getting all the all the minutia done that is has been the pain lately so absolutely yeah yeah it's all like I mentioned before but like uh this episode that we're recording now on these uh, five episodes, we were ready to do them. I mean, we would watch episodes. We had made the schedule. We had, you know, we were there. And, you know, we had stuff where it's like, okay, you know, we, we can't do it tonight. Something's up, you know. And then we kind of let time go by. It wasn't, you know, like, it wasn't uh, any anger towards it. I don't, I don't think you and I have ever gotten into some sort of argument <laughs> so far. No. Um, yeah, so far. I don't think... <laughs> In our relationship at all, let alone regarding the show. Yeah, I know. Yeah, not, not, not on any sort of topic or whatever. I mean, certainly we've had disagreements, but it's always been, you know, a friendly disagreement that you, you kind of want to have with, with somebody that you're really I close like to. certain movies and you just have the wrong opinion, so. Yes, yes. It's always me that's wrong. Always. <laughs> but, um,. But no, it's it's not been that. Not, there's no been there's no been big tragedy. There's been definitely like you know major changes in our personal lives, but nothing that has killed the show. And again, like like um, speaking personally, uh, and, although I'm sure you would agree, I don't really set out to do something that I don't want to finish or just kind of abandon. Um, especially, I mean, I, I would say especially because we do have an audience, and I don't want to let them down. You know, we may you know we may kind of you know lead you guys on and kind of go along without uh, producing content, but I never want to just drop it off because I don't feel like it or drop it off because I'm too busy or whatever. I do want to at least provide something. And there was a level of, of guilt with those other podcasts because like, Comic Film Review uh, tends to every now and then skip a month because we might be too busy or it might be hard to schedule. Um, uh, or uh, the most con- consistent I've been lately is with uh, questions we don't have answers. But with this... It Which takes- is great, and you should uh, you should <laughs> definitely listen to if you want a more serious analytical take on uh, from Don. Thank you very much. Yes, plug, I, plug, plug. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to be repping that. But because um, that is because that's a weekly show, you know, while we're not doing this show, I'm still podcasting with with Harrison Shooter over there doing that. So like, there's there is some sort of like, well, uh, how bad does this week me? But but genuinely, I mean, like you know, this this is a two man thing. I can't. I would never just like do these episodes without you or, or pick somebody else. That's just not how Next Dimension works or should work. Um, and uh, as, as that's just to say that you're only on busy. I mean, I've, I've had, you know, employment changes and I've had different priorities with my families and stuff. So, like, um, 
It's been a very uh, yeah. We both have. I think yeah. I've started a new job relatively recently. Uh, yes. I, I can't stop making babies. You know. Yeah, yeah. You were, I guess you were announcing that on the podcast now that you were expecting. Uh, I I don't, Junior Garrett, I don't remember two. if I did last episode. I don't think I did, but. Uh, yeah, uh, I got my wife pregnant again. Uh, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's super exciting. She's about halfway done with the pregnancy now. It's going by a lot. I swear it's going by a lot faster than the last one, but everything's looking uh-huh. good. Um, you know, I got my little, I guess, my Gotinks. This is my second one. So. <laughs> oh, excellent. Oh, excellent. Uh, so yeah, so you, you, we're, it's, it's fun in the adult world now. Um, but even though it has been several months since the last episode, and almost um, almost six years, like, like, like closer to six years since we started the podcast, you know, we, were st- we still have investment in this franchise. Even though Dragon Ball Super is definitely different than, than Dragon Ball Z, which I'm going to bring up in these reviews, but um, well, we're still here for, uh, for the for the for the journey, and we're still here for you guys. So again, thank you very much for being patient and be and keeping interest and. Uh, we're we're going to try not to let you down as much next time. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm still amazed just how much uh, interest and how much the Facebook group and the Facebook page, just how much interest and interplay between everybody on there there is. Because I feel guilty I'm not on there as much as I I could be. But I'm on there I'm on there a decent amount, and I just lurk around and look at all the fun stuff everybody posts, and I, I like that. Not to sound, you know, you know, too grandiose, but I like that we kind of crowd a bunch of people who have similar interests and they can all interconnect and talk to each other and hang out. Yeah, absolutely, totally. Um, especially like, like, because um, I've complete. And I said this before, I don't have a clue what's going on in Dragon Ball Super right now. And since I've gotten Twitter, um, every Saturday night uh, it just blows up with like, "Oh man, what you did to this, and what you did that, and all these new characters." And I'm like. I'm sure they are. <laughs> I don't know. And I, I mean, I never really kept up with the show when it first started initially because, because of our podcast. But, like, uh, because of social media, I'm aware that, like, stuff is happening, but I'm not, I have no idea what's happening. So I'm interested to, like, go on that journey with you at our own pace and really, you know, kind of, kind of play catch up, but also kind of see what the big deal is <laughs> in, all, all over there in Japan. Yeah, I, I love seeing that. Uh, you know, seeing it back in the cultural spotlight, and then seeing people, you know, go crazy for it again, just like they, you know, like they did with Z back in high school. You know, it to me, it's that similar feel because I'm not, I'm not necessarily in on you know what they're talking about these episodes right now, but I, I just get excited that everybody else is excited about it, and I know I have some friends who know I do the show. And they'll message me. He's like, "Man, I can't wait to you to get to get to this this arc or this episode. Mm. Let me know what you think." And I'm like, "Ooh, okay, this is this is gonna be fun." Well, that's something that I'm sure I'm, I can't imagine we've never talked about before. But like something that is as prevalent as ever is that like the fandom, and I would say like you know kind of like the pop culture evolution of Dragon Ball now with the internet, with you know modern internet, social media, and with like Dragon Ball Super. It's very much now. Like, like I, I think, and, I, and I've said, I know it's been several times before, but like when we started this show, it was kind of you know this sort of like indulgence of mine. Where it was like, oh man, I like Dragon Ball Z. I'm talking about on a podcast, and now it's like everyone's not not so much that everyone's into it again, but like it's it's modern relevant conversation. So it's interesting. Does it make to, like, you feel like hmm? almost like well, I liked it before it was cool? Um, I, I don't want to say that. Maybe, maybe sort of a bit, but like not in this, not in that kind of like. Um, 
you know, backwards resentful way, but it's almost like I've never experienced, even in heyday, I never experienced Dragon Ball so widely, like, accepted as, like, yeah, this is a cool nerd thing. Like, back in the day, you know, if you're, like, if you're of that age, like 10 or 11 or 12, yeah, Dragon Ball Z was awesome, but, like, it wasn't as popular as, say, like, you know, like 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 the Matrix or whatever. Like, you know, certain yeah. things where, like, everyone was into it, whether it was a nerd thing or a mainstream thing. Well, I, you know, I think it's a, a combination of, uh, you know, our generation and how just how prevalent nostalgia is right now. Totally. But it, it also it's it's able to capture new fans and you know with with superhero movies being huge and stuff like that you know it's it's much more accepted to be you know geeky now than it was back when we were in high school so it's it's like people I guess were more free to you know admit yeah Dragon Ball is cool I like watching it. Well, I also think that like just like the. Uh... The tropes of Dragon Ball are just kind of more accepted. It's like you know, this is just fun. You know, like, like if you're an anime fan back in the day, it was cool to hate on Dragon Ball. Um, and if you were like you know, if you were not a fan on back in the day, uh, if you were not an anime fan, it was cool to hate on Dragon Ball. You're like all the power ups and like you know, the screaming and all the like like the, the the endless fighting. Like that was always what you said. But now it's sort of like it's almost like the '60s Batman show. It's like kind of all that kind of stuff is being embraced. It's like hell yeah. yeah, Kamehameha! Hell yeah, Goku versus Vegeta! Like it's it's all like you know, it's all like like wearing a Vegeta shirt is like like like, like kind of makes you a badass now as opposed to like just being a Dragon Ball Z fan. It's grown past you know the, the, the making fun of it. It's like yeah, it's, it, accept what it is and kind of go with it. Yeah, you have people like um um like Ronda Rousey had families that said that she's a she was a head of crush on Vegeta when she was a, a teenager and like certain celebrities are just like like you know really into Dragon Ronda Ball Z. Rousey like. Is apparently like awesome at Pokemon, you know. So, <laughs> and she beat up people at WrestleMania wearing a an over nine thousand shirt. So that's that's ill. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's that's the thing. It's, it's like it's it's um it's an ever evolving um conversation we're having. I feel, and it's always one where we're like. I felt that, like, at one point, like, when we were done with Dragon Ball Z, I felt like, okay, we had our say, and we'll get to Super eventually, but, you know, we've had our, we've definitely had our say on it. Now it's like, hmm, well, 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 there's more to talk about, definitely. Um, and definitely more to kind of observe in terms of how, because I, I think people are generally, generally enjoying uh, Super. I know that, like, when it was re- repeating the movies, they weren't happy about it, but I think now people are just, you know, really excited to kind of see what's been going on with Super and, like, you know, the video games coming out. Um, there's a new, I know, I'm sure you went with this, like the, the the Dragon Ball Z Fighter game that's coming out. Have you seen? That? Uh, yeah, I have a I have a bunch of friends who are really into that. I think the the late the last couple games that have come out have really you know kept it in the spotlight and really kind of brought it up to a whole new crowd of people. Mm-hmm. Or, obviously, you know, Dragon Ball fans are going to be video gamers usually. There's kind of some some bleed over, uh, but I know I've got uh, one particular friend who is big into fighting games and. He has forgone buying the newest Street Fighter game because he wants to wait for the Dragon Ball Fighter game. And I'm like, mm. what? That sounds like crazy. Like, I never thought that would have happened. But that game, um, it's apparently making a lot of big waves, and it looks pretty fun. Well, what tripped me up is that, like, Marvel's Capcom Infinite, which is coming out, uh, people are really not excited like for that because of the graphics. I don't personally find them to be a big of a deal. But, like... um a lot of people were comparing, like, when Dragon Ball Z Fighter, uh, I believe that's the name, I hope I'm not getting that wrong, when the footage of that, when the footage of that came out, people were like, oh, this looks freaking amazing, why can't Marvel's Capcom be like this? And honestly, it does look really badass, it does look like a, it's, it's much more of a back-to-basic, straight-up, um, 
fighter to fighter fighting game, as opposed to like sort of the open world fighting game that the, that the Z games have been lately. Which neither were bad, but like it to me, it looks like a, a souped up version of Super Budokai rather than like like Xenoverse or Tekken Budokai. Um, but it's it's, it's pretty, like, with, with super moves and stuff, <laughs> which was pretty awesome. Yeah, I know. I know most people I've talked to are much more excited for it than Marvel vs. Capcom, which is, you know, Capcom, it's a very established fighting game, has a much bigger, richer history of good fighting games than Z Fighters. So for that to be on people's radar more says a lot about Dragon Ball and how that game in particular looks. These are highly interesting times we're living in. Highly interesting times. Um, so let's, let's, let's get into it. So we have... Uh, so we, we finished the, the Universe 6 arc... Uh, we're about to get into the Trunks arc, but, but, but we do have an ep- several episodes of filler. And this is always interesting because um, even though we sort of had a filler special at the end of our original run, like, Jesse and I were kind of... We kind of had the privilege to kind of skip filler because we were doing Kai most of the time. Uh, every now and then I would mention it, uh, like the old stuff. But um, generally, filler is not something that, that like this podcast is actually used to. But um, and, it, and also, it's kind of weird even saying this filler because Super is not explicitly based on the manga. Um, and I know that there's a manga adaptation. In fact, I've been seeing the uh, English translations uh, sold in bookstores recently of the super manga. Uh, but I, I would I would imagine that these stories aren't in the manga, the Toriyama manga. But um, they're de- you know they're like you know fill in stories like done in one episodes. Um, so it'll be interesting to kind of uh, tackle those. I imagine we'll talk about like like the first two episodes separately, and then like the last three in a kind of one story because those are like kind of a that's kind of how the story. Uh, how much time the story takes place? Would you Would you agree with that? Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a good idea to me. I mean, I think that's the way they flow the best. Oh, my fault. Yeah, I, I was muted. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. My, that, <laughs> that was, was my fault. Uh, so but that, yeah, uh, I think that that would be good. And okay, okay, I'm going to bring up the title for the for these episodes because it's funny. Um, so the first episode we're going to talk about tonight is Trouble at the Victory Celebration Showdown at Last, Monica versus Son Goku. And in this episode, um, freaking Bulma's throwing another party. <laughs> I guess that's just, that's just like half her motivation these days. Where, again, all the characters just, you know, have nothing else to do, so they just show up. And Beerus and Whis are like, you know, they're like plotting in their own hideout, saying, you know, we must not let uh, Son Goku and Vegeta find out that Monaco was a fake after all, because they'll lose their motivation for fighting. Um, and but they but they go up because they, they love the food that they make. And uh, Goku is late to the party, but Monaco shows up because his job is like a delivery guy, so he shows up with, like, with a bunch of like sweets that that Jocko had ordered, and. Pretty much, pretty much everyone kind of figures out right away, including Vegeta, that Manaka was, you know, sort of a fraud. But they can't let Goku find out. And just as they say that, like, Goku shows up, and he's on the wiser, and he's very excited to see Manaka saying, Oh, Manaka! <laughs> I'm not going to do an accent. But he says, Oh, Manaka, like, we should have a, um, we should have a sparring match. Uh, hijinks ensue. Beerus tells Goku to do, like, 100 trillion setups until he's fight, he spars with, uh, Manaka. Which, because Goku was didn't go to school and, and was taught by Master Roshi, he doesn't know how to count properly, so he gets done with that pretty quickly. Um, while they're doing that, Mr. Satan was was invited, and he had this like Manaka costume because he wanted Manaka to be one of his fighters from his gym. So they resolved to stick Beerus in a costume and f- 
pretend to be Monaka to fight Goku. Uh, and Goku can't tell because he's a, he's a dope. So they spar and kind of like Mighty Mask, if you if you recall uh, that tournament. Uh, Beerus is having trouble fighting in the costumes. Like like the little headpiece kind of spins around uh, very quickly. Like the kind of the the costume around his arms and tail gets kind of gets burst through with his actual skin. Um, at one point, Piccolo and Vegeta pretend to be hypnotized in order to stall. Um, and eventually, like 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 they can't, they kind of spar and they kind of get more excited. In fact, Beerus gets more excited because he didn't fight during the tournament. But Wiz puts a stop to it, saying, "Okay, you don't want to you don't want to destroy, destroy all of West City." And um, the, the, seemingly, the, the, everything is fine, but Yantra's in this episode, so of course he screws everything up by saying, oh, it's a good thing that, you know, Goku didn't see Monaka standing over there. Um, Monaka who's just, like, fainted, but, you know, he's, like, standing with his eyes open. Uh, but Goku just says, ah, you, clearly, you're like, blue, boo, you can spit yourself to multiple people. And that's basically it. Like, you know, he seemingly uh, doesn't know the truth about Monaka. But, um, you know, regardless, he's ha- sort of had his, his sparring match. Still think that Monaco's super strong. And uh, because the secret is safe, Beerus isn't upset. And they- Goku and Vegeta will continue to fight to train for the upcoming Universal uh, Tournament. So that was that, that episode, episode 42. Jesse, what were you thinking about this one? Uh, of course, Yamcha's the one to ruin the day, right? <laughs> I'm so glad it was him. <laughs> Yamcha has done nothing of significance. So far. <laughs> My notes read... And this Damn is it, when he chooses to make himself relevant. My notes read, Damn it, Yamcha, you had one job. <laughs> Stupid fool. But I love that... Uh, I love that we've get we've got Monaka in the... Or Buddhist in this Monaka suit that's terrible. And, of course, Goku does not realize it, like, at all. <laughs> he's, he's such a dope. Um, is it this episode? Or, or I guess it's a little... Yeah, I think it's a, it's a later episode. There's one episode where I'm like, is he really this stupid? But, uh, I guess in this episode... Didn't you remember yes. It's Goku? Right. Yes. Uh, but no, I enjoyed seeing them fight. Um, you know, it has been a while since we saw Beerus fight, and I kind of like that he enjoys it. He stays in character, you know? It, it's it's like, oh yeah, he, he is a god of destruction, and he, he did, like, have a ball fighting Goku last time, so it was kind of cool that we got almost got a callback to that. That was kind of neat. I actually didn't think about the fact that like we've only seen him fight in, in the the Battle of Gods movie, and that he was getting more excited was was definitely pretty neat. But yeah, the whole the whole Piccolo shenanigans. I was like, wow, they're going out of their way. <laughs> they got the biggest laugh for me. It was, it was like, ah, somehow Monica seems to have the power to use our bodies, and like, like you're a shitty actor. <laughs> that was awesome. And Goku just goes with it. Oh man, he can do this. He can split in half like Boo. <laughs> Um, a couple of things that I liked was, uh, uh, speaking of characters who've, who've not done something in forever, Chaozu actually uses his, like, 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 psionic abilities, which we would not have seen since the Saiyan saga where he tried and failed to do it against Nappa. Because <laughs> that, that's how, like, there was a comment where he's like, 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 Ten, like, you know, my, my, my second abilities aren't working. But we did see him definitely use that, like, in way, way, way back in Dragon Ball. But, uh, here... Like like Ten Shinhan tries to have him um stop Goku, and because of course Chaozu is like you know one of the weakest people in creation, he's like I can't do it. <laughs> but it was cool seeing him have dialogue nonetheless. And also speaking of speaking of on that on the topic, um, uh, we've never seen this in Dragon Ball Z, but like Poir who can shape shift shape shift into Beerus. What was your reaction to that? Because I know that 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 was that's something that's pretty that's pretty new to you. Uh, that was uh, I, I was like, all right, I I, I guess. 
Uh, such a thing. I get yeah, it. Uh, I, you know, from what I've seen of Pilar, it, it, that's he's always kind of been more of a background character, much more of a background character Absolutely. or a side character. So uh, it's kind of funny to have a character who's relatively weak shapeshift into Beerus, who's probably the strongest character we've seen so far, or one of. Mm, yeah, yeah, totally. I, th- I thought it was actually a pretty clever move. Um, and I like the fact they kind of utilize that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the last time we saw Poir shapeshift, and I'm thinking um, in one of the Dragon Ball tournament, in the second Dragon Ball tournament, where Tenshinhan knocked out Yancha and then broke his broke his knee when he was unconscious because he was evil, and also made us laugh doing that. Wait, um, Yancha was evil, or uh, Ten, when, when Ten was when was first introduced, he was evil <laughs> because they all was are. Yancha also. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But this this is like in the oh, middle series. Bad. Like, like Yamcha was introduced to be evil. Then, like you know, they went through the peel off arc. And he fell in love with Boma, so he was a good guy. And at the twenty second tournament, Ten Shinhan was like the big bad of the of the arc. Like, like he was he was like the Piccolo before Piccolo was Piccolo, and the Vegeta before Vegeta was Vegeta. He was he was that kind of character. And he beat Yamcha in a fight. And to show how evil he was, he won the fight, and then he <laughs> broke his leg <laughs> like a boss. <laughs> but. <laughs> But my point, because I had one, was that like a uh, Poir shapeshifted into a flying carpet and like, like took him to the hospital. I think that's the last time we saw uh, Poir do that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so basically, if you want to get with Boma, it'll turn people from evil to good. <laughs> that ass, though. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I mean, Beerus is kind of turning around, so you never know. Yeah, and he he likes her cooking. If you know what I'm saying. No, yeah, tis true. Tis true. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Let's, let's see. Uh, I'm looking at my notes. Um, let me ask you a question, because I, I, I don't love this. This whole, you know, we must lie to Goku and Vegeta, otherwise their motivation will stall and they won't, you know, be interested in training as hard. Um, I personally didn't really buy that, because Goku and Vegeta are always training hard. Uh... Yeah, as, as, you know, if you recall the Boo Saga, like, they kept up their training and became stronger than Gohan, whereas Gohan didn't. Like, they were the characters going to prove against that rule. Like, how did you take to that uh, explanation by Beerus? Yeah, I don't... I'm not a fan of a narrative that has a character who has, has the audience ahead of the characters. And I feel like we're that way right now. Because I feel like we know that Goku and... Vegeta will continue training. Like, yeah, like you said, that's not a. There's nothing to kind of indicate that they wouldn't, and that finding out the truth would affect how hard they want to train. So I feel like you know it just takes a while for the other characters to kind of understand that. Like, Beerus has nothing to worry about. Goku's going to continue wanting to be the strongest. Yeah, I mean, he he definitely like you know is spurred on by motivation, but he doesn't slack off at all. That's how that's how he became. That's how he got to be Super Saiyan three. Because he, he wanted to, you know, could just, even when he was dead, he wanted to continue being stronger. It's 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 a character telling us how the characters are when that's when when they're wrong, and and the, and the yeah, show, exactly, and the show thinks they're they're right. Uh, like th- this was done before, um, uh, way not not to like you know just Dragon Ball explain, but like way back in the first tournament, uh, Master Roshi pretended to be Jackie Chun because he wanted Goku and Krillin to like not win the tournament so they could continue training, and that made sense because they were kids. And because he had first met them, and you know that was sort of you know their training arc. But since then, I mean, Goku is just, he is the character who just trains all the time. Like he's not, he's never been lazy. And Beerus doesn't really know them as well as like we, the audience, do or any of the characters. So 
it kind of felt desperate for for a story motivation. Um, that being said, like I did kind of enjoy the hijinks of him in the costume. <laughs> yeah, that 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 part was fun. And to kind of to kind of parallel what you're saying that Roshi did, I I understood the motivation while in the context of the tournament that we just ended. But continuing the charade to me didn't seem didn't seem like necessary. I also don't. I mean, I, I guess they kind of you know they enforce the idea that Goku bought this in la- later episodes. But like, I thought that maybe Goku was like onto their onto their you know trick. Like, oh, I thought the same thing. I was like, okay, he's just playing along. But yeah. then I remembered he was Goku, and it's like, no, he probably is that stupid. Yeah, they, they really, they really, he's really dumb in these episodes. Like, super dumb. Like, 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 this is, this is some of the dumbest Goku I've ever seen, ever. Yeah, because, like, you forget, um, Goku's, like, always, you know, kind of had his, his blind spots, but as far as, like, being a warrior and testing his opponents, that's shown to be his bread and butter, that's what he lives for, so, mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting that he's, yeah, he's, maybe I'm just gonna, until proven otherwise, I'm gonna just choose to believe that, yeah, he, he kind of, he's in on the joke. Yeah, because, because it's like, it. I think I've heard other people, I think Mikan Zenshu, uh, talk about this. He's not so much that he's, like, an actively stupid person. He's just that he's un- un- uneducated. Like, he doesn't have, like, he doesn't have enough, enough, you know, sort of the social keys. Like, when he was, like, um, like, uh, pimping out Chi-Chi and Boma, or mainly Boma, to, like, uh, old, to the old Kai, and Gohan was saying, Dad, that's sexual. Like, it wasn't like he was stupid. Like, he didn't know, you know, that, that was wrong. Um, which, you know, he should have known. But, like, at the same time, like, he, you know, he, he did come up like everybody else. So it's not that like, you know. It's not like he can't like you know add two plus two is four. Although I guess in this episode, like he doesn't know how to count. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things. It's it's one of those things where like I think because obviously this is not you know from Toriyama's pen specifically. So in my mind, I'm thinking that like whoever wrote the script for this episode wrote him fairly freaking dumb. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily tick me off. It's just, I'm like, you know, I don't know if Goku was like this brain dead, but maybe he is. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, it's sort of an observation. Yeah, I'm, kind of, I'm in the same boat. Like, this probably isn't my preferred version of Goku, or in my mind, he's not quite this dumb. Like, it's a bad showing for the character. One, one thing I noted, uh, I say one thing, but um, another thing I noted is that, uh, and that's because this is a filler episode. There's no real consequence, but I think this this what, what separates Dragon Ball Super from the narrative of the Dragon Ball manga and Dragon Ball Z is that like a lot of the characters are like together all the time. Like <laughs> I mean, like, like Master Roshi, Tenshin Han, Yamcha, they they all can just like drop things drop things off in an instant. And, like you know, party at Bulma's you know backyard. Uh, and I'm wondering like if that kind of like like takes like it used to be that used to mean something. <laughs> like when the group gets together. Yeah, like, 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 you know, in, in the tournament or to celebrate her birthday, there was a celebration, and now it's it's almost like the sixty Spider-Man comics, where like you know Mary Jane's, you know, like, like, you know, this calls for a party, gang. Like, we're like, it was that kind of like you know youth culture kind of thing. We're now, but now it's like you know every like, Dende is there for God's sake. I mean, did Dende really have nothing to do with the God of the Earth, <laughs> the, the protector of the Earth? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sounding much more bitchy than I than I I, I feel like I I. I I want to be, but um, I don't know if you needed to kind of throw every single character there in, in every episode. Is, is what I'm kind of saying. You know, I'm I'm kind of torn about that because I'm still it's still new enough that I'm digging it. You know, seeing everybody together, I just enjoy seeing like Roshi. You know, because he was missing for so long. 
Yes, I get you. Oh, yeah, totally. Even if he's not necessarily doing anything in the episode. But, you know, you, you, you have a good point in that it, you kind of get fatigued, especially the characters are just sitting here not doing anything. It, we kind of we'll, we'll get used to seeing him in the background being useless, you know. If that does persist, then I'd almost rather see the characters come in and do something cool, you know. Right. Uh, especially characters like Piccolo, who I think Piccolo has stayed relevant a lot longer than some other characters who were around his power level, you know. Yeah, there are some characters that, like, I mean, I can, I can kind of see Yamcha hanging out with them because I think Yamcha is sort of the guy who kind of hangs out with Bulma and Krillin, those guys. Like, I, 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 Piccolo kind of has no business being there. <laughs> uh, Dende is, and I guess this parody is, is made to celebrate them winning the tournament, I guess. But it feels so, like... like, like That's kind of what I got. And which, I mean, makes sense since everybody, they were there to celebrate the tournament. So, it, But, yeah, it's... Like you were saying, back to back, it's like okay, a big group with everybody there. Next episode, they're everybody's still there. Like, do, does no one have lives? Well, it's like you know, these, these are the same characters who like who went to watch the tournament. Um, Grand Goku said that they're gonna have a, a, a picnic or whatever, but like, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's 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 and yeah, like you like you said, I'd, I'll give some of the characters passes. Um, even Piccolo, like, I really like seeing Piccolo babysit. And oh, sure. I, I get the idea that he has a connection to Gohan, but to be, you know, just hanging out with everybody like that, I, I don't know. Like, it's a far cry from the character that we saw who likes to kind of be on his own, you know, meditate and work on himself, you know, his power level. And I think we even saw that, you know, when, when Gohan saw him again, it was a big deal. And well, now yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, are you seeing him all the time? Like... Well, I, I mean, I, I remember at the, at the very end of the Cell Games, uh, Tien said, I don't think we're, this is the last time I'll ever see you people <laughs> for, have nice lives. And then, of course, we saw him again because in the, in the Boo arc. Uh, but, I mean, I, I'm like, I'm with you. In Dragon Ball Z, there was a large swath of times where, like, everyone being together actually, you know, was a big occasion. It was, it was kind of cool because we like these characters. And now it's kind of like, you know, they're all there to do nothing. And that, Kind of serves to, to diminish them because these are like these are Piccolo is it's such a heavy these are heavy hitters going on um, and they feel yeah even like, if you know it's not even if it's not a power level thing but story wise you know yeah like yeah Piccolo Krillin those are characters that have, we've invested a lot in so to see them just kind of relegated to background you know background characters it's, well, it's kind of sucks well it goes it goes to my my larger my larger annoyance with Dragon Ball Super generally because, and I had to mention this before, but th- it, this really is the Goku and Vegeta show. Um, as much as I enjoyed their dynamic and, and uh, the Boo arc, uh, I feel that like Dragon Ball Super is sold completely on the Goku and Vegeta dynamic because I, over the time, you know, with Dragon Ball Z had, having ended and stuff, uh, the Goku and Vegeta dynamic was one of the most compelling parts of Dragon Ball Z. And they really didn't, they really weren't like, you know, hanging out together and stuff until the very, very, very end when they both were fighting Kid Buu. Now it's like, they, 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 they constantly have these sort of like, you know, two-man adventures where the plot's kind of centered on both of them. And I understand developing that, but like, it feels gimmicky. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a, in hindsight, people people looking back, they're they're kind of getting the wrong impression from the show, like because of what's mm. popular and what's kind of in in pop culture, or you know what's what's in the the idea of what Dragon Ball is. 
Yeah, but that doesn't yeah. that isn't a good reflection of these series on the whole, you know. Uh, and actually, you know, going in, that's that's one of the reasons I actually liked these episodes uh, a little more because we got to see more of Trunks and Goten. We got to see more of not just necessarily Vegeta and Goku. Of course, it turns into that, mm-hmm. but uh, it almost reminded me of the Namek arc when we had Krillin and Gohan uh, oh, yeah. for a large a large swath of the episodes. Totally, totally. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you because because Trunks and Goten, who were like main characters at the end of Dragon Ball Z, had t- taken a bizarre backseat uh, with like this, the, the the two movies and like the most of Super. So I was really happy seeing them because it, it almost feels like they're confused to be like you know sort of like Krillin esque like side characters. Where it's like mm-hmm. these guys were supposed to be sort of the future of the, of the franchise, but whatever. I mean, cause I, 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 I think this is mostly toy animation more than anything else. I think I and not to say that like. Toriyama has any real fidelity towards a lot of characters, although sometimes he surprises us. But I think it's just kind of toy animation, making sure that Dragon Ball Super sells. And it's like, well, so it's Goku and Vegeta now, and Beerus, and Bulma. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, Bulma stays relevant. Yeah, she, I mean, she, 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 she finds her way to, to, to be useful, but like here, like she's very much like... Um, She's she's pretty much like third build, which is not to say that I don't well, like that's Bulma. That's the thing, is like, if, you, if you can find ways to keep Bulma in the plot, you could do the same with Piccolo and Krillin or, you know, other characters or even new characters. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you don't you don't necessarily have to depend on – I don't think you have to depend on Vegeta and Goku. Uh, right. Well, no, 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 no because, in- because, like, a, much of the much of DBZ, Goku like, – either Goku was, like, on you know, incapacitated or Vegeta was doing whatever. But, like, you had, like, Trunks and Piccolo and Krillin. I mean, like – I know this is not. I'm repeating myself a lot from the years past. I, I can sense it, but like Dragon Ball Z is very much um, an ensemble series. It's not. It doesn't have to mm-hmm. depend on Goku or Goku and Vegeta or Vegeta. But that's that's what Super is doing. Uh, and it's, uh, and it kinda, it's almost like uh, you know Vegeta and Goku fatigue. Yeah, I, I honestly I kind of resent it because of that in a way because it, it feels like it's cutting the. It feels like it's not taking the series as seriously as it could by by relying on its other. Other other well developed characters. It's just like, well, we better just kind of put that out there, and it, it's it's like you know, well, Dragon Ball was more than that. Um, I mean, perhaps this is a weird place at time to have this conversation because this is such a light hearted episode. Yeah, uh, but it, it is it's it's very much something that I've been feeling for a very long time. But I think that's series. also that's also kind of makes it a good a good part in that a good point to kind of bring it up, just because. N- there's nothing necessarily about these episodes that would dictate that Goku has to be the one to save them, or Vegeta has to be the one to save them. You know, either of those two big hitters. Yeah, you know, you get the idea that the you know the, this the threat of these episodes is a big deal, and they tell you how bad it is, and and state the stakes. But at the same time, uh, you could easily have any other character come and and pinpoint the, or come and save the day, and. That would really kind of freshen up the series and have have Goku and Vegeta take a back seat. So the next time they do pop up and star in a, in a arc, it makes it all the better because then you know you're excited to see them. Because that's one of the things that that Dragon Ball Z did really well was that you know when when Goku did finally show up and appear, you were stoked and you were ready for it. Yeah, that that, that was a real big deal. Um, and it's not because you were like you know waiting for things to get interesting. It's because uh, the other characters were so overwhelmed, and you were rooting for those characters just to survive. That like Goku was sort of safely. Oh, thank God! So that means they're they're in the clear now. Um, yeah, and all the other characters had stuff to do. All the other characters had 
stakes and had good showings and weren't just, you know, window dressings. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm honestly, you could have done the whole jelly arc, which we'll get into in a little bit, um, with Gohan and Piccolo. Uh, yeah, and that would have been awesome. God forbid we give Gohan something to do, but but yeah, but, but yeah, I don't I don't want I don't want to be uh, too too mean to these. So, so overall, did you did you enjoy this uh, this episode? Uh, I did, I did. Um, it was fun. You know, it was kind of inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Um, other than you know, I kind of enjoyed it at the expense of Goku's intelligence. But but yeah, it, it was it was fun. It was a fun little fight scene. It was um, it it was a lot of fun character beats with with Beerus too. So. Yeah, I, I, I would say that I, I found it amusing. Um, some some parts were were a little cloying, but uh, oh, one, one last note is that um, we see that woman. I think her name was like Miss Pizza from um, the Cell Games. Like she was like the presenter woman with like the orange hair, and she's the one in, in the, like you know, Mister Satan. This costume is really hot. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe that's the, I think it's supposed to be the same character. So that's 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 funny. Um, yeah, I love Mister Satan's idea. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that he's still on the show. But, yeah. um, See, Mr. Satan stays relevant. What the hell? <laughs> Jaltu did something this episode. So that's, <laughs> what's the world coming to? Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was, it was it was amusing, if kind of a weird. But uh, the next episode, episode forty-three, uh, Goku's key is out of control. Looking after Pen is a lot of trouble. Um, in this episode, Goku's not hungry, and that's crazy. Uh, and Chi Chi's wondering what's wrong with him, and he goes to Kaio Sama slash King Kai to figure out what's going on. And King Kai says, "Well, you used the Kaioken when you were Super Saiyan Blue, and no one was meant to do that. So you're you're experiencing like was it onset delayed onset key disorder, uh, which makes sense. So Goku's kind of or to kind of take it easy for a while." And so he deigns to babysit his granddaughter when he remembers that she exists. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I've got a family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's him, Chi Chi, and Goten looking after baby Pan because um, Gohan and Videl are having a luncheon with with some some um, some guy who basically Gohan's you know trying to get a job from. Um, so Piccolo, who's usually been the babysitter in this super era. Uh, kind of goes off saying, oh, make sure she wants her food cut this way, and she doesn't like strangers or whatever, um, which is interesting. So we see Goku bond with his granddaughter, um, presumably for the first time, and, you know, he, he, and he and Piccolo kind of <laughs> converse. I, I know it's pitiful. <laughs> um, Not only is Piccolo a better father to Gohan, he's a better grandfather to Pan. I love it. I love this meme where it's like you know, like Dragon Ball Z, Happy Father's Day, and so it's like Gohan and Piccolo. <laughs> I saw one that was uh, it said Happy Father's Day, and it has a picture of Goku, and then it has the image of Go or Piccolo standing in front of Gohan. <laughs> it's like denied. Father, that's Piccolo's job. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, what, uh, so, meanwhile, Emperor Pilaf and his gang are, I guess they overhear that Goku's weak, so their plan is to, I, they're gonna do something up, you know, up to no good. I think they're gonna, I think they mentioned, like, kidnapping Chi-Chi and Goten, because Goku couldn't do anything, and then ransoming them or something. Um, which would, which would have been dumb, because either of those characters could have beaten them up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, like, Chi-Chi alone would have kicked their asses, but, uh, but um, they run into Pan, 
who's, you know, excitable and that kind of stuff. And when Piccolo yells at Goku for losing Pan when they were, like, sleeping, uh, the Pilaf gang freaks out and they escape with their brand new shiny robot. Unfortunately, Mai took Pan with them. And, you know, Pan, like, poops her pants and, like, you know, starts mess- messing with the, uh, messing with inside the, inside the robot. And eventually the robot just explodes due, due to hijinks. But because Pan is a quarter Saiyan, she uh, flies them up into the upper atmosphere, and they're kind of holding onto their leg, and they fall all the way down. But I guess Pan, I, Pan, Pan survives because she's a quarter Saiyan, and they survive because comedy anime. Like, like they basically land to a tree. Um, and Gohan and Videl were like, "Oh man, we're sorry that uh, Pan wore you guys out. Like, oh, we we didn't see anything that she did. I'm sure that Baby Pan's day out was was nothing but her sleeping." And that's the episode. <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I, I like seeing Pan. We haven't seen that much from her. Um, and it, it is nice seeing her and Goku together. Uh, I guess, yeah, like you said, for the first time. But, uh, I just wonder, like, you know, at, at what point does, do we get, like, diminishing returns on, on Saiyan blood, bloodline, right? Like, hmm. a quarter Saiyan, she's clearly just as strong. Like, <laughs> you know, Trunks and Gohan were incredibly strong you know they're half saiyan so mm-hmm. it, it seems like there's no there's no difference or no in potential power levels here between quarter sands full sands like was was gohan shown to be strong at her age or do we even see I know when we first meet him he's four right that, that, that's exactly correct i know there's a filler episode where you see him as a baby but i don't I, i'm pretty positive he didn't do anything like this he certainly didn't fly <laughs> Not yeah, I don't know if, if she's shown like being potentially stronger, you know, like I don't know, but it's I, maybe it has something to do with power levels of the parents when you know when they had the babies. I don't know. Yeah, there's always something to consider. It's interesting because this is the first time we're ever talking about Pan in, in any uh, extended sense. Um, who again, like she's a very prominent character, like probably the, the second most prominent character in Dragon Ball GT uh, later on, which which I'm not seeing enough of. But uh, here in the in the actual canon, uh, we see her. And I'm, I'm, do you know if she goes on to be like extremely powerful in there? Um, I mean, she's she can fly. She, she you know she can like fight characters. Like she's like she, she she's enough of a prominent character where she's reliable in a fight. She's not like a Super Saiyan level. Like she never comes to Super Saiyan. Like I remember specifically when like the uh, as I call them the GT fighters were fighting in Super Android Seventeen. She wasn't there. But I think she was doing something. I mean, we've, we, she's a character who fights, kind of like Videl started out to be, and she, uh-huh. could, she could control energy and stuff like that. But she wasn't like you know, like like the world never depended on Pan to save it, you know, like it did, like you know, the major characters at one point. Well, that's sad. maybe maybe G maybe a Super will go go down a different route because I'd I'd like to see her become you know become um, yeah like you said the world have the world depend on Pan that'd be that'd be kind of cool or just just like it did go Gohan you know. Because yeah, I think that like um, I remember hearing about Pan way back, way back in the, like the infant days of my fandom, where like you know I like Dragon Ball Z. What else happens? And, you know, and like we would look on the internet and kind of find out what happens later. And like you know, Gohan's daughter Pan, which which made me laugh because what kind of name is that? You know, she's she's one quarter saying like like oh that sounds really interesting. And I get I, I remember from Dragon Balls the very end of Dragon Ball Z where we see her as a, as a little kid like a little girl. Um, I think I believe she's four years old. She's oh, you know, Grandpa! I circled the Earth like five times or whatever. So like, there, there's a point brought up. We're bringing a lot of continuity in this, but like, there's a point brought up early on in the Saiyan arc where um, 
Vegeta and Nappa observe that half Saiyans have stronger potential of power than full Saiyans, which is why Gohan was so powerful. So okay, thank you because I I remember talking to that talking about that on the show, mm-hmm. but I was like, Dude, were we just like spitballing random ideas, or was that actually a thing? Oh yeah, no, they, they, I remember, I, I'm think, in my mind, I'm thinking of the manga where like they they're like you know in their little space pods talking about it on their radios, like 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 Nappa even says, you know, ah, Super Saiyan, eh? So like, um, I'm imagining that like I'm not saying that Pan is you know stronger than like her parents now, but like her potential as a baby is is higher than Gohan's was. Yeah, I think I think that'd be fair to like. I mean, judging from what we've seen so far, I think that'd be fair to say. It's weird because like she's like a quarter Saiyan, so, like she's mostly human. So the Saiyan part would would naturally be stronger, although there's there's less of it in her bloodstream. But um, whatever, <laughs> it's an anime. <laughs> Just go with it. She can fly as as an infant. Yeah, that, it was fun. Um, I would say that in terms of, like straight up quality. I, I, might, I think I might like this episode the best out of the five of them. Uh, there, like, there were there were some fun moments, but there was also like some really sweet moments that I thought were thoroughly earned that we that we really don't see uh, in Dragon Ball. Like, like, like mostly, I'm thinking the scene with Gohan or uh, with Goku and Piccolo and Pan on the roof. That was really nice. That was I enjoyed that scene. Yeah, and those are the moments you know I like I'd, I'd like to see. Those are the character beats I think that are earned. You know, and that that we I, I want to see more of. You know, if you're gonna if you're going to include Goku, don't just give us the same stuff we've seen. Don't give, like, dumb Goku who's too stupid to count. Give us something like this, you know? Something with yeah. him and his family. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's character-related, because I can, I can buy the idea that, like, you know, he's not one to use... He's not used to caring for kids or whatever, despite the fact that he has two of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, when you put him against them, he, he kind of has, you know, music. Yeah, he says, you know, oh, I feel, like an, I feel like an old grandpa. He's like, well, you are an old grandpa. Like, those are, like, really, really nice. And because it was actually, because Gohan, or bad, why am I doing this so late in my age? Because Goku and Piccolo were both caring for Gohan's granddaughter, that made for a very, like, like you know, interesting dynamic as well, because they're, they're basically Gohan's two fathers, so, uh... It's almost, you know, your dad and your stepdad, kind of. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, so that was cool, and, like, honestly, all, all the Piccolo stuff I still find funny, because... He's such a goofy character that, like, his character is not like, you know, oh, no, I slept on the banana peel, I've fallen. It's, it's very much, like, kind of silly stuff. Like, they, they seriously thought that they could, like, take on Goku's family, and, like, they got scared by a baby, and like, their, their robot blew up. <laughs> like, like that, that's funny to me. Yeah, despite, like, no reason to think that they could do that. I know. <laughs> like, 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 I think that, like, he said at one point that, like, he's so evil, he invented evil. <laughs> it's like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, no, that was that was good. Um, I kind of wish we had more, a little bit more from um, Chi Chi and Goten because they were with Goku watching her over. It would have been interesting to see like you know their dynamic with Pan. You know, you know, Pan's a little baby. She's not. It's just, it's not a comparable character to, like to who she was in either GT or the end of Z. But you know, it, it, it's all the same. Nice. Yeah. So I guess I guess uh, how old is Goten? Oh God, I don't know. Because uh, like. This, the timeline has really been fuzzy since Super, since uh, Super, because like the Battle of Gods was was said to be five years later, but in Super, I, like like it, it picks up like right after the Boo arc. I, I I genuinely don't know. Well, I'd say somewhere between five and ten, right? Roughly. Well, I mean, I, I would say I would say it's no no more than five, but uh, it's it's, it's definitely like you know sometime since. But, well, because because Trunks is is supposed to is. Supposed to be a little older, right? 
he is how much I'm not sure. You know what? Honestly, I'm thinking like two years. That's what I was thinking. Not not very older, but because because Goten seems to kind of kind of follow his lead to an extent. Yeah, there's and some of course, kids. You know, there's all, there's also you know the fact that Vegeta's his dad, so he he kind of acts tougher. But I, I think it's interesting that you've got Goten and Pan who are pretty close in age. You've got your your son and your granddaughter. And he goes, you know, Goku, who doesn't look his age at all, but right. Well, also, also, also like, like, like Gohan and Videl are both out of high school now. Like they, they've, they've since graduated Orange Star, and he's. I, I find Gohan's like, oh, but you know, like, like, oh, I have a lecture. Oh, I have this conference. Like, that's all very vague. Like, what the hell is he actually doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, he comes off much older than he he should be. Right. I, I feel that, like high school now. I gotta. I gotta do all this stuff. I feel that like he straight up wears the glasses like a Clark Kent thing, like you know, just to look like a nerd. Because there's no yeah. way that his eyes are like any sort of like impaired. And if, if he was a human, sure, because he got headbutted by Cell so many times. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but because he's a Super Saiyan, like, like I'm sure he just kind of it's like you know, there's probably, there's probably not even glass in those. Yeah, I I just talking about him. I really want Gohan to return to the series in some to some a, a grand entrance. You know, I think. uh you know how Z treated Goku. That's that's how I feel like it's treating Gohan almost. You know when he comes back, I feel like it's going to be a big deal. Yeah, that's that's always something that I'm 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 worried because because he was groomed to be the, the hero. General Z, uh, Toriyama had, had had a cruel change of fate for him. Um, and I know in Super, like we can go over it, but like he 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 got freaking murked in in the the Frieza fight, but. I will say, and I don't, I don't know specifics, but like uh, judging from you know people's excitement on Twitter, I believe he does he does return to some glory in the uh, in 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 the episodes to come. Like I've seen him, I've seen what he looks like, and he's basically Mystic Gohan again. Which hell yeah, <laughs> the best Gohan. So um, I I I think that we have we have some good stuff to look forward to with, without knowing the specifics. Yeah, I just think it'd be a waste to keep him benched for as long as he 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 has been. I just don't understand. I mean, it, it, it kind of makes sense for the story, but like, like it's one thing that you know if he retires or whatever. But like, like because Yamcha outlived his usefulness. That's basically why he doesn't fight anymore. But Gohan is such a major character. I don't get like deciding that he's not strong anymore. It's such a yeah, uh, especially thing. that, and you know when the stakes are when the stakes are you know the world you know world saving, and especially someone like Gohan, who's always made pretty rational choices, unlike Goku. You know, Goku who's like, oh, letting somebody live when that's you know, not the smartest just to fight him again. Or not beating Boo when he could have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Gohan's always been very you know, much more intelligent with those things. Right. So yeah, like him, him choosing not to save the world based on, you know, some, some dumb choices that just basically keeping him out of the story because the writers want to keep him out of the story. It's like, well, you, you need to you need to explain your omission of Gohan fairly well. Otherwise, it just kind of comes off as cheap. Well, it comes off to me as like sort of like favoritism because I think it's general consensus and I, and I agree with this that like he was probably more of a compelling character when he was younger, but I still like him. I still like, you know, him in the tournament run and meeting Videl and like his yeah, I thought, I thought his stuff with Videl and Sayaman was was really interesting. 
Mm-hmm. And that's something that, you know, he, he's just his upbringing was a, a unique enough character from Goku that I thought it was interesting. And I, I wanted to see more of that, you know, and it, we haven't gotten that yet. Well, and again, this is another kind of, you know, dig Super's, like, you know, quality. I think, that, I think Super is very much reliant on, like, you know, like, like what works in Dragon Ball Z. Like, 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 the, like the tournaments work and Super Saiyan forms work and fighting work and, like, Goku and Vegeta work. Like, this, this is not really, despite this episode, so, you know, sort of like talking out two sides of my mouth, this is not really a very character-driven show. Um, and Toriyama's manga... Kind of, its character was a lot more. Its character development was a lot more indirect, but they were they were three dimensional characters. This one is they're basically kind of filling the roles as as Goku, as Krillin, as Vegeta, and kind of going through the motions. So, if there's any sort of development with like you know a Gohan kind of you know getting back to his, to where he used to be, storyline going there, it's a very long, it's a very slow, very long game that we'll have to see as it plays out. Yeah, and I think episodes like this kind of infuri- not infuriate me, but kind of kind of make you. I don't know. They make they make me want to see a more character driven show, and like this shows that they can do that, and they can they can do really interesting character beats, but they just choose not to. They choose to kind of rely on, like you said, the you know what works. Yeah, it's a, and, I, and I think that like it, I, I never look at this as a product of, of, of Akira Toriyama, like. Holy, like the broad strokes. Okay, there's a new tournament. Okay, there's some of these some of these designs might be from him. Others others might be from Toritaro or, some, or another uh, character designer or mangaka. But like this is this is not the manga where they were kind of just taking this story that he did. Because again, Resurrection F. Okay, Gohan was definitely weaker, but he still kicked a ton of ass in that. And in the the anime adaptation, he like just got wrecked. He could barely even become Super Saiyan. And I, and I feel that like that's a toy animation decision. Rather than any sort of thing, because because I think Toriyama, while he does forget characters, lunch, um, he I think just has a better like fidelity towards them, even because like I think the, the whole um, I don't know like, like I feel that like when characters are strong and strong in certain characters, he, he at least in Dragon Ball Z he kind of kept a better track of that, whereas as opposed to like yeah, we'll talk about next time you know like why can't Super Saiyan three Gotenks beat base level Vegeta but whatever <laughs> I'm way ahead of myself. <laughs> Uh, uh, what, what else about this episode? Um, I think I think it pretty much said everything. I mean, like you were saying, I, I really liked the episode. Uh, it was while it was filler, it was more filler I wanted to see. You know, it was more. Uh, I can kind of give it a pass for being filler because it is character stuff. It is stuff we don't get to see all that often. Yeah, Especially exactly. you know with Pan, who's a new character that I want to. I would desperately want to see more of. Oh, you know what we didn't we didn't bring up? Goku crashing in Bulma's bedroom. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> wow! <laughs> that was actually that was actually kind of funny. And then like you know, like what are you doing? You did some purpose. No, I don't want to see your sagging boobs. Doctor. Oh god! <laughs> Which wow. yeah, like you were saying, like you were saying earlier about Goku. That's something he would say. Like he doesn't he doesn't know that's not okay to say. Right. Yeah. He has no filter. Yeah, that's that's a hell of a thing. That was. <laughs> I hope all the Goku Bulma shippers enjoyed that, even though it was very kind of contemptuous. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think I think with that we've we've covered everything from uh, this this bit. Now let's let's cover the last three episodes: episodes forty four, forty five, and forty six. Um, and I'm gonna try to keep 
I'm trying to remember the, the, the exact details, i.e. the names of these these people. Um, so, Monaka is delivering stuff to Bulma, and Gokten and Trunks are kind of horsing around. They kind of go into his truck, without really knowing uh, what's going to happen. I.e. Monaka, you know, them actually getting locked in there, and kind of Monaka driving off into the space. Did they know it was his truck? I think they did. I think they did, because I remember, I remember. Them, like, like shouting his name when they were trapped in there. That's right, yeah. I didn't know if they saw him get in it, if there's right. like a window or anything, or or not. But yeah, yeah, they were playing around with some toys, and yeah, yeah ended up stuck in there. So yeah, they, they, the long story short, they get sucked, sucked in there. Um, and they choose not to bust out because they didn't want to damage the truck and, uh, and get Monaka in trouble. <laughs> I'll consider it. So yeah, like that's something they didn't look past. It's like, why could they not bust out of here? Yeah, they could, yeah. but they chose not to. Yeah, it's like they, 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 without even trying. Yeah, but they, but they, yeah, exactly. And then of course they're they're in the space. Um, Manaka goes to. Oh god, I'm trying to remember these, these names. I should have written these names down. Like Planet Pirufu. Is that close to it? <laughs> I, I feel I feel bad. Not as detail oriented as 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 uh, as. Uh, Danny from Geekdom 101 or whatever, because like I, I feel like I'm such a poser. Like, oh, what's the name? What's the name? But anyways, um, it's a it's a fairly inconsequential planet. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You gives a damn. <laughs> uh, he meets a guy. <laughs> he, he, meets, he meets a Banaka be- delivers something to a bearded character who's running, uh, who's being chased by these uh, aliens. One of the la- the leader of the aliens' name is Galil. Uh, because of course, and he uh, is guarding this like pacifier on a, on a necklace. Uh, and when Goten and Trunk show up, they kind of you know ward them off and kind of you know fly out. Also, uh, Jacko, the Galactic Patrolman, is there. He's he's called in after Bulma realized that that Trunk and Goten are in Monaka's space truck. So he's he's kind of you know yelled to fly after them. As is Vegeta, although Vegeta's not for there some yet. reason. Yeah, <laughs> because Jocko's popular, kids. Let's let's bring him back. Um, and when um, Goten Trunks and the old guy are together, um, I'm trying to remember because like Jocko and Vegeta arrive at the same time, but I, I'm imagining that Jocko was there before Vegeta, but that's not true. I no, yeah, I don't think so. I think they do arrive because yeah, doesn't he take Jocko's um, spaceship? Spaceship, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so it is. It's okay. It's, it's Goten, Trunks, Monaka, and and like this this uh, this beard this beard dude. Yeah, um, I, I like the bearded dude. Like I thought he has a cool design. I just don't remember his name. I don't know if there. Yeah, it's, 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 Perugio, it's not Perugio, It's like Perugio, something like that. Um, so he explains that um, the he, he takes him to this sort of this sort of cave area and shows him this like you know this this secret refrigerator. And says that <laughs> they're guarding the superhuman water, <laughs> and the superhuman water is this sort of you know thing that like his aliens race has been guarding for over one hundred years. And Grill and his thugs want to take it to help take over the universe. Um, Grill shows up, and he sh- and like the old guy had dropped the the pacifier, so he shows up and, and takes the pacifier, uses the pacifier as a key to open the refrigerator and take out the superhuman water. But uh, unfortunately for him, the superhuman water kind of reacts almost like a symbiote, and, 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 and this is important. It looks like very much like kind of like purple jelly. Um, it kind of just gets all over him, 
And at that point, we cut to Vegeta and Jocko on their way to the planet to kind of get back Goten and Trunks. When we come back to the planet, Goten and Trunks and uh, the guy are being in Manaka are being chased by purple versions of the evil aliens. And a fight, a fight starts to ensue. Vegeta shows up and very immediately kills kills the, the some of the purple aliens, everyone except for Grill. Um, and but at that point. Uh, the purple stuff, the purple jelly, kind of gets all over Vegeta, and it very clearly, like you know, kind of like grounds, like not even grounds him up, but like, you know, spits him out. And from that, a clone of Vegeta arises. Someone I call, I like to call Jelly Vegeta, uh, <laughs> and Jelly Vegeta is literally Vegeta, all purple and jelloey with red eyes, and lies under his eyes like like Frieza. Um, and Vegeta has been robbed of his superpowers, or his basic, his, his basic fighting strength, because he can't fire, fire any key attacks. And uh, Jelly Vegeta is like, oh, are you trying to do this? Got a call! gun! Um, so, Jelly Vegeta now has all of Vegeta's powers. And he tries to... He, the, the Jelly uh, Grill orders him to absorb trunks, and Jelly Vegeta hesitates, although he does try, but they, they manage to escape, uh, thanks to Jocko's gun. And uh, the old guy explains that his race was under attack, so they created this jelly to kind of clone themselves and to create more power. But the clone versions become more evil, and they, they lust for more power. So it became too dangerous, so they sealed it away and trapped them all, trapped their, their entire race, just for that guy, into the jelly, where he's guarded it for over a century. Which seems like a lot, but what do I know? <laughs> so, oh, and if you've been absorbed by uh, the jelly... You will disappear within three to five minutes. Three to five. Yeah, I'm calling bullshit on that. Yeah, f- you. Three to five minutes. Yeah, it's the same three to five minutes that uh, Planet Namek blew up in. I know. <laughs> you can't fool me again. <laughs> uh, well, if they were going to do it, at least they did it in this show. Uh, so, needless to say, uh, Jelly Vegeta hunts them down. Goten and Trunks do the smart thing and fuse into Gotenks. Hell yeah. Uh, Gotenks starts fighting. Very quickly powers into Super Saiyan 3 and doesn't do much. Uh, throws a lot of English with a lot of his attacks. Like, Medica Punch! Medica Kick! Crash Hammer! <laughs> um, and uh, as I said before, like, like, like I would think that he should be able to overpower uh, normal Vegeta, but I guess, you know... He's been training so much. I, I just have to imagine they're, they're operating on the idea that he's been training so much to fight against Whis and Beerus that, like, his base level is just too strong. So, sure, why not? Goku arrives because he is with King Kai, and King Kai says it's Gotenks and Vegeta fighting. So Goku teleports to see what's up. And genuinely can't tell the difference between Vegeta and Jelly Vegeta, which I don't like. <laughs> um, so... They explain to him that, you know, Vegeta is now a, a jelly clone, and the other real Vegeta is going to disappear. So, to save Vegeta, they must kill Jelly Vegeta. And Goku's like, ooh, I, I'm, I'm excited I can fight him without holding back. So, he, he and Jelly Vegeta begin to fight. Yes, the road of this is that, as Goku and Jelly Vegeta are fighting, Vegeta, whose life depends on Goku destroying his jelly form... He kind of has to watch this other version of him lose against Goku, and he gets really mad, like like to the point where he he's he, he's so frustrated by uh, Vegeta giving a bad performance that he actively says, "You know what? Screw it! I want Goku Kakarot to be defeated." <laughs> so, uh, so he's rooting against Goku and against himself. 
and um, the Jelly Grill tries to have um, uh, Jelly Vegeta absorb Goku, but he rebels against him and sort of you know kind of defeats him. Jocko steps on uh, one of the original kind, of, I guess like you know the Jelly Crystal, which destroys that guy. And actually, that ends up destroying um, Jelly Vegeta just in the nick of time before Vegeta disappears. And Goku blasts him with the Kamehameha for good measure, saving Vegeta's life. Um, although I failed to mention that uh, to hold off him disappearing, the old guy gave Vegeta the pacifier to suck on to keep his essence in the you know the sort of temporal frame or world or whatever. Um, so at the end of the episode, uh, Vegeta's like, you know, like, what? What's the big deal? What do you mean that, that was, I was sucking on a pacifier? If I knew that, then I would gladly choose death over that. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, did you, you did you mention that Monoko was the one to step on it? Oh yeah, I said Jocko. It was Monaka. Yeah, that's right. Monaka did it. So, uh, so the old guys like, and also at that same time, um, Vegeta does like sacrifice himself, or essentially is going to sacrifice himself for uh, Trunks from oh, getting yeah. getting absorbed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he yeah he was going to like throw himself into Trunks, which, which is nice to see. Yeah, it's it's always good to see him like actually express concern for his you know family. Yeah, take that, Goku. <laughs> uh, yes, you're absolutely right. So that's, so, so Monaka saved the day, and the guy thanks Monaka for saving the day. Um, and they all go back to Earth, and the day is saved again. So this is a three part story. Uh, what were you thinking about, Jesse? Um, you know, to kind of talk about, I guess the end first, or sure. Close to the- I actually thought that Vegeta had some decent character moments in here. Um, like like I was saying, you know, the, the bit with Trunks at the end. Um, the conflicting feelings, uh, it, It's that also seemed like Vegeta. Um, wanting to see Goku get defeated by himself at all costs, even if, you know, hey, the world is going to... The world's going to end if, if Goku doesn't stop this. You're going to die. But he... A part of him really wants to see himself beat Goku. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, as Goku was saying, this is the perfect excuse <clears throat> to be able to see that. A version of him being able to fight Goku without, you know, without having to hold back. Mm-hmm, totally. So that that was kind of cool. And I, I actually really liked some of the characterization from Jelly Vegeta in that you've got... Uh, which, I kind of guess is supposed to be like a hive mind creature, and mm-hmm. Vegeta's I guess essence is so strong that he he just decides no I'm not gonna listen to you like I'm gonna I'm gonna be more like Vegeta you know like the Vegeta ness of him rubbed off so much that he just said I don't care what you want right totally like I, I liked that like, his he was I guess so overbearing. That yeah, he he didn't care what his what the the other version of him wanted. Mm-hmm. No, 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 I thought that was that was a very neat twist. Um, I'm with you. I I I I've, part of me was like you know like like is Vegeta really this prideful? But at the same time, it was like this. At the same time, this is also very entertaining to watch. Like you know, just this flat out rooting against himself to see Goku. Uh, he but but he I mean he isn't just rooting against himself. He most of the time yeah he is, but he is conflicted about it. Like he even. Like, he even stops him in mid-fight and say, don't you dare lose against Kakarot. <laughs> Kakarot, don't you dare lose against this shell, this this version of me. Right. 
<laughs> so he's he's of two minds. So yeah. even even this far removed from the Vegeta that we saw originally, he still wants to see Kakarot lose. You know? Yeah, I thought that, 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 that was it made it more character driven than anything else, uh, which is what we always need desperately. Um, I thought this was amusing. Um, I thought this was good, and, and I, I think that like they they kept it interesting by again focusing on Goten and Trunks in the offset. And it kind of makes sense that Goku Vegeta were brought into this. You know, it's not, it's not you know, it you know they are the parents for 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 first of all. Um, so that's 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 cool. It's one of those things where like I liked it for what it was. Um, I feel that like the stakes never felt as high as they they tried to make it make it feel. Okay, yes, Vegeta is you know going to die, and it's all this kind of stuff happening. But like, you never really and you never really kind of you know. For a show that where the planet has literally blown up, <laughs> and characters do die, like, like I never really got the sense that like any of that was going to happen. Um, for instance, but at the same time, it, it was fun to watch for what it was. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I think it it was perfectly fine as you know a smaller standalone story. Um, I liked the smaller scale of it after what we just saw with the tournament. I I probably would have preferred it if it just stayed, you know, Trunks and Goten. Just kind of saving the day on you know a smaller story to have those two characters kind of interact and you, you didn't you didn't necessarily need Vegeta and Goku. I mean it's always fun to see Vegeta Goku fight, uh, especially you know under these circumstances where it can be a no holds barred something that we probably wouldn't see or something that we I wouldn't want to see because the characters are past that. So it's good to kind of get that excuse you know the evil twin thing going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen more, more a better showing of Goten and, like I said, Trunks. Or I think you could have maybe done it with only bringing in Goku or Vegeta. You didn't necessarily have to bring in both. Especially, I thought you know Goku getting brought in was kind of uh, yeah, it felt like a mandate. Fast. Like you know, Vegeta, it makes sense. Like Bulma told him to go. Him and Jaco, like that was kind of organic for the story. But Goku just kind of pops up out of nowhere. Right, yeah, they kind of felt like a mandate. Um, yeah, it's like, all right, we got to find, you know, we got to get Goku in here to save the day. Uh, now, we'll say that, like, um, I, again, I love the fact that they, they, they had Gotenks, because I just, I just, I just, I just miss Gotenks. Even though I feel like we don't really enjoy Gotenks that much in the Boo Arc, I, I just enjoy him. Um, I, I, I don't, it, it was hard for me to buy that, like, like uh, oh, he has, he can do nothing against this guy, because, like, you know, come on, it is... Good thing it's just like you know a majorly powerful character who like nearly destroyed the planet. Because um, to me, it's like <laughs> I think that like if they had the time limit run out, that would be more suspenseful than just you know just him flatly overpowering him. Yeah. Uh, so that's just kind of a, kind of a, kind of a fanboy thing. Um, it was very bizarre seeing Jelly Vegeta, like super Jelly Blue Vegeta God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I was watching it, I was sitting there thinking like. Everything's purple, so like, how would you tell if he goes Super Saiyan? Boom! Oh, okay, well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's, it's kind of cool and colorful, but, but but I was like, this is a hell of a thing. <laughs> um, it's also one of those things where, like, you know, once Goku turns Super Saiyan Blue, it's like, you know, this should feel a lot more like, you know, the stakes have never been higher than it than it than it is because like he's like, you know, that's the same form he fought Golden Frieza with, but at the same time, whatever, you know. I, it, it, it's more of an. I'm trying to be more of observ, observational rather than than. than I know I'm whining, but uh, um, it was kind of a thing. Now I want to mention this um, super water stuff. 
I've referenced Dragon Ball history before. Uh, this is, at, if we're counting the anime, because I know one of them was a filler, at least the third time they've done this on a plot. <laughs> we're like, the water will make you strong. Now, granted, this is this is actually different. But um, in Dragon Ball, when Goku was uh, training under Korin, we all remember him, the, the big cat. Um, when he was training under him to fight King Piccolo, Goku, uh, Piccolo's father, uh, Piccolo Daimao, he had to drink, um, I believe it was the sacred water, where it would just kind of make him strong uh, if he survived, because it would either kill him or make him stronger. And when he... he <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, like uh, I think Yajiropi, like, like dipped his finger in it and kind of had like, a lick of it, then was, like, choking. And Goku, Goku, Goku said, Stop faking, you're going to scare me! Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Goku's still a kid at this point. Um and when Goku drank it, he nearly died, but like he came out not only super powerful, but also that's when he got the ability to, to sense energy uh, from, from uh, that and, and learning under Korin, which is kind of neat. Um, so like the, when they said the superhuman water, it would make me super strong. I'm like, okay, is this the same kind? Because like, none of these characters would know what that is. Like, certainly not Goten and Trunks, and Vegeta wasn't around. Um, but it did turn out to be this, you know, this, this sort of like symbiote almost kind of thing. So, what, what, what were you thinking about this kind of weird alien uh, plot point? Uh, I thought it was cool. I mean, I thought it was relatively unique. Um, so, it's interesting that the name has been taken before. But, yeah, like, uh, it's relatively unique for for this. Um, I thought all the designs were, were pretty good. Um, like I said before, I, li- I liked the guy, the, the guy who's the watcher, I guess, or the, the, the guardian of the water. I liked his design. I thought he was kind of cool looking. All right. Um, yeah, and I, I thought it was, it was a cool, like you said, the, the kind of symbiotness of it. I thought that was diff- something kind of different that we hadn't seen, and and it being like a smaller scale, scale story, something that isn't related to you know the the overall tournament, uh, you know something that isn't like a callback to Frieza. I thought that was cool. Um, anytime that Dragon Ball kind of world builds and shows another planet and some more aliens, I'm always down for that. Mm-hmm. So it was it was cool. And, uh, I did get I did get a lot of a lot of vibes from from the old Krillin Gohan Namek stuff with with this I guess just with the characters kind of off in their own world for a while. I see what you're saying. Like, is it like on another planet with a lot of rock formations and stuff? Yeah, yeah that's, 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 I, I, would, I would agree with that. So yeah, there's, there's, to me, there's nothing like innately wrong about this story or doing a story like this. Uh, yeah, I just think some of the execution on the latter end, especially when Goku and Vegeta got in there. It, it was kind of like, eh, you know, it had a had an interesting setup for me that just kind of petered out. I think that like, 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 like these filler stories know what they are. They they, they make no attempt to to fool the audience into thinking that it really is. I mean, even these these this three parter, it knows it's a three it's a three part filler arc. So so they they try to keep the audience invested, and I think the the plots are are solid enough. The execution relies on. A, the animation, which I don't think very highly of uh, for most of these episodes, especially when, like, like the Goku versus Jelly Vegeta fight, I thought was, you know, like this is some pretty limp animation. But also, like, it, it, it does depend on the kind of characters. Like, I thought that the characterization of Goku and Piccolo and the Peel-Off Gang in, in that episode was, was, was superb. Like, I thought, you know, that's the baseline. And everything else was, was sort of you know, kind of going for the goofy stuff, even though Vegeta was, was on point in the last couple episodes. Um, but it is sort of like, you know, a tension between 
making, you know, kind of continuing the adventures of the Dragon Ball gang and kind of just doing a Dragon Ball, you know, Dragon Ball by numbers, essentially. Um, and it's sort of like a back and forth with that. And we've talked before that, like, um, there have been, you know, famously, I, I'm not sure how it is now, but like at least in the beginning, uh, a very, very rushed production on Dragon Ball Super, um, like, 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 like criminally so. Kazuchi has a whole episode about that. Um, it's not been the most uh, clean of anime productions in ever in the industry. But, I mean, I think, it's, it's, it, at the same time, it's perfectly harmless and amusing. I mean, if this is this, you know, if, if you, if you're, you know, if it comes on Toonami, and, and, uh, which I'm sure this episode, these episodes will in a few weeks, <laughs> uh, it's, it's fine to kind of do if you're like, you know, kind of, uh, doing anything else. It's, it's not appointment television, but it's, 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 it's serviceable Dragon Ball at distraction more than anything else. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's also, like, I don't think anything wrong with this, these episodes are because they're filler or because they're, you know, an arc that's not supposed to be end of the world, major stakes. Uh, I think it's just the execution of it. Cause I like seeing stuff like that's kind of on the back burner or stuff. That's not necessarily, you know, part of the main story. Like I like seeing smaller character be character stuff, but yeah, I think this just isn't, a, isn't the best example of that. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's capital F filler, but, um, it's not that, that that doesn't mean like you know it's thoroughly worthwhile or, or worthless. I'm trying to remember like, like like trying to think of like the worst filler that we had had because I know I do know that like we watched a lot of it or all of it in the Boo arc. Like a lot of it's the same in episodes were filler like um, him going on the date and him like you know fighting that gang. I think they were like stealing a tiger or something like that. Like <laughs> I remember I remember him and Videl fighting on a bus. Yeah, one of those happened in the manga. Uh, I think that one was it, but I, I know a lot of those others. Like a lot of the episodes where she doesn't know who he is is like filler. We had Goku and Piccolo going um, to learn how to drive. Oh yeah, well, that's the best filler. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, Piccolo looking like he slipped right out of Friday. <laughs> oh man, I, I want to see a cosplay of that one day. That'd be gorgeous. It has to have been done. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I, like, like most filler is pretty good. Some, some filler is just kind of a waste of time, but most of it can be kind of fun. Um, and I think this this is this strikes a decent balance where it's not. It certainly isn't god awful. It certainly isn't that. But it's one of those things where it's like you know, it's hard for me to can invest in like, the future of our characters when, you know, I guess whenever they they try to fight seriously, I just don't really buy into it. These episodes were so terrible. We didn't do next dimension for six months. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. yeah that, that's why we didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, uh, but, but honestly, I mean, honest, although if I'm being honest, that's really all I have to say about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I'm surprised we got as much out of it as we did. Yeah, me too. Uh, and that's not that's not necessarily a bad thing about it, but um, you know, when we decided, all right, let's you know, let's record the episode, and I was like, oh yeah, shit, what what did we watch? Like, I had to go back and watch them because it had been a while, and I remembered. I was like, all right, Jelly Vegeta. I remember that. Like, <laughs> That that was what I that stuck on, but everything else I pretty much for, had forgotten. Yeah, I was actually kind of like you know, kind of like okay, I can't watch this episode. You know, I was kind of you know seeing it as, as a chore, and I was oh yeah, this was kind of fun. I, I, I do I do remember this, and it actually kind of went by smoother. I think I, I was like fast forwarding like hardcore, like skipping the intros, skipping the eye catches, all that kind of stuff. But um, 
I did knock these out. Actually, I feel like I knocked these out faster than I did originally. Um, but but yeah, it, it was it was it was fine. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't like ten episodes of filler, so it wasn't too long. Yeah, no, yeah, that would have killed us. It definitely was, and I mean, I think it was a decent variety too. We got an episode with Pan. We had an episode with you know with the Pilaf gang. So it wasn't all just you know. Jelly Vegeta and just waiting for Goku to appear, you know, as as it eventually turned into. But yeah, exactly. So yeah, it, it, it was it was decent for what it is. But um, I, th- I, th- I do think that like yeah, we, we've uh, we've gone beyond what you could say about them. Yeah, I you know it's a good distraction. Um, and as much as I said I like stories that are kind of you know filler or in, to an extent, it. I am. I do want to go back to like the main themes now. Like I want to go back to the. You know, we we have this big tournament building. Let's let's dig into that a little more next time. You know, like. Now, what do you think about the very end tag of this episode, where, where we see Trunks for the first time? That was cool. That that got me excited. Um, you know, it's kind of interesting. Like the, a big tag like that to end a filler episode. You know, so you're kind of. You're kind of watching these, and they're largely inconsequential, you know, like, all right, you know, I'm just kind of breezing through these very light episodes, and then, bam, that that's thrown on you at the end, like, whoa, 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 okay, all right, you know, that's that's a big thing to do. <laughs> Honestly, like, oh, I like the fact it was like, you know, like, like you know, coming up next, because like, there's, there like, text on the, on the episode um, that wasn't just the subtitles, but uh, when they showed, like, the destroyed future, I, like, shrugged and said, here we go again! <laughs> <laughs> oh shucks! <laughs> you know, it reminded me. This is like completely off topic. It reminded me of a uh, last season on the Flash. The huge Savitar reveal was on like a throwaway filler episode. Oh yeah! Watch the entire thing. It's like this has nothing to do with the overarching plot. Wasn't that? And the, then it's going to throw five minutes of really important information out. You. Yeah, that was like I'm trying to, that wasn't the Captain Cold one. It was. It was like a. Uh... I think it was the one like after that. It was like it was like episode twenty two in this in the season. It was very late. In the season. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're Grant Gross is like you know. Oh, I know I know who he is now. <laughs> and the audience is like, yeah, us too. <laughs> yeah, thanks for, thanks for playing Flash, fastest man alive. Oh man, uh, I, that damn comma. New uh, <laughs> new episodes are, I believe in like two weeks. So yes, I'm I'm excited. Oh yes. Um, so that, those are our thoughts on the episodes. Let's get into the emails. Uh, finally, this, finally rec- uh, recording their thoughts after so long. And we have three emails. I'll, I'll, I'll read the first one. Uh, the first one is from a veteran of the email chain, Adam, Adam from New Zealand. And Adam writes, Hey, Z crew, or should I say the S crew now? How's it going? First off, if anyone should be apologizing for, apologizing for being late, it's me. I've been busy in my real life as real in real life myself. It's amazing how much time kids and family take up. Isn't that right, Jesse? <laughs> Indeed. But it's time well spent. I wouldn't wish for anything else. I see what he did there. <laughs> However, most of my free time is is for all the Dragon Ball content out at the moment. I can watch the Super Sub, the Super Dub, and the the Bukai final chapter series all in the same week. What a good time to be That's true. It must be said that like in Japan. Uh, Dragon Ball Super is simulcast on Crunchyroll, so Japanese viewers and American viewers can watch it. And on Saturday evenings, Toonami shows both Dragon Ball Kai, Boo Arc, and Dragon Ball Super dub. So, yeah, like, there are three helpings of Dragon Ball content out there uh, on Saturdays now. 
which which is which is also I think also yeah. lends itself to kind of sort of the mainstreamization of Dragon Ball. Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty cool. Um, for uh, for for one, you know how the Boo Saga is my favorite, but without spoilers, the Universal Survival arc is <clears throat> is really shaping up to to take the top spot. The hype is real right now. Can't wait to hear you guys to hear what you guys think of it in the future. To put it in terms you can understand. Take the feeling you had when Super Saiyan Blue Kaioken times 10 hits your eyeballs and times that by a further 10. The callbacks are deep and I love it. You've had my curiosity and now you have my attention. (laughs) (laughs) Great show last month. Your classic play-by-plays reminded me of how good the Universe 6 arc was. Because in my opinion, the future Trunks saga is bottom of the table when it comes to the new arcs. But I hope you guys can enjoy the high points it still has, like any Dragon Ball content. And to top it all off, a Crash Bandicoot reference. Who's pumped for the remaster? I've already pre-ordered. I've not played it yet. I think our mutual friends Stella and Jason have played the remaster. So yeah, I've heard really good things about it. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a Crash Bandicoot guy. I never. I never got into the uh, the series. Oh right, right. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's my, that's my generation, but. I uh, I had the Nintendo sixty four when others had the PlayStation. Oh yeah, yeah. Back in back in those days, you, you had your you, you had to have your alliances. You had to, you, had to, you know <laughs> take a stand somewhere. Absolutely. So, yeah, I was I was a PlayStation guy, so Crash was sort of my thing. But like, I that's like you know you're either a Mario dude or a Sonic dude, or if you were a human being, you like both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I I respect that. Uh, this is off topic. Do you remember like the the very first commercials they had for those? Uh, it was, I, the it was giant the guy, Crash like, Bandicoot guy in a in a suit, yes. and he was like driving up to Nintendo's offices. It was such a '90s like, whoa, he's edgy and extreme. I remember that, and like, and the fact that the dude in the costume, they had like comic book ads with him in there. Oh, really? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I have back issues of like Robin, where like he's like showing up everywhere. Like, like that and Spyro. Oh yeah, Spyro was uh. Well, nowadays Spyro is known as uh, on the Skylanders games, but as I told my nephew, I was like, "Dude, Spyro's been around for like twenty years, man." I know. Oh God, I know. <laughs> Back in my day, we had to put CDs at the. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had memory cards. Oh yeah, hell yeah, we did. And if your memory card was full, you couldn't play a game. P- uh, peace out, Adam from New Zealand. P.S. D.W. about being quote unquote late. You're still making good time compared to your original DBZ run. That was like decades late. Just kidding. Hear you, <laughs> hear you when we hear you. As I, I see what he did there. Uh, yes, we, yeah, we, we've not... You know, Dragon Ball Super is not like 10 years old at this point, so we're still going in. But uh, thank you very much, Adam. And the next email, which uh, Jesse will read if he will be so kind, is from a new Z-mailer who we always love. Uh, uh, one by the name of Ashley. <clears throat> she says, um, "I'm going to assume it's a she." Oh, does, is, is this one of those emails where they say, uh, "Don't worry, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a girl or I'm a boy." <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, yes, it's a, it's a she as well. Uh, if not, I'm sorry, Mister Ashley. Uh, <clears throat> Hi there, super hosts. I just wanted to write in and let you guys know that your podcast is one of my very favorites. I love going back and listening to all your favorite, all my favorite old episodes of your DBZ coverage, and I'm waiting with bated breath for each new episode of your super coverage. Sorry. I've, yeah, yeah, my bad. Uh, I'm glad that you, you love our, our backlog 
um, I'm very proud of that backlog of, of issues. Absolutely. Of episodes. Uh, I've got just a few thoughts and questions. My first thought is that in regards to, dra- in the su- regards to the Super Dragon Balls, the previous Dragon Ball shows have firmly established that the Dragon Balls, either on Earth or Namek, are tied to the life force of their creator. And that thought got me thinking. Are the Super Dragon Balls the same way? Is there some sort of super god out there large and powerful enough to have created planet-sized Dragon Balls? Perhaps there is a god out there even more powerful than the Zen-O? Or maybe this... Maybe the Super Dragon Balls are tied to the Zen-O since he seems to be the top dog at the moment. I'm not sure if this will ever be touched upon since it doesn't seem like they can get someone more powerful than a being who rules over every universe. But Dragon Ball is no stranger to dethroning previous gods with more powerful models. Uh, what do you think, Don? I, mean, I, I think it stands to reason that... I don't know if they've supposedly implied that Zeno has created the Super Dragon Balls, but, but I, don't, I don't really remember, but... um. It stands to reason that, that uh, they, because all the Dragon Balls require a creator, they would as well. Um, if they were kind of like just came to exist as like the Big Bang or whatever, that would be interesting. But uh, I would imagine so. That, that, that's, that's, that's a that's a that's a, uh, a very powerful, educated guess. My second thought is more of a question. I remember back in your Z days that you guys briefly discussed the controversial Superman versus Goku death battle by Screw Attack. Yes, we did. And I was wondering if you guys knew that they not only had made a second part to that episode, taking into account Goku's new super forms, or Super Saiyan Blue form, and a few of Superman's new moves, but Screw Attack has done several other death battles featuring other Dragon Ball characters. They have Vegeta vs. Shadow the Hedgehog. (laughs) Fitting. Majin Buu vs. Kirby. Ah. And my personal favorite, Hercule vs. Dan Habuki. Oh, man. That just seems perfect. Absolutely. Uh, have you seen any of these other death battles? And if so, what are your thoughts on them? Oh, I haven't. But um, I, I had heard that they had did a, like a sequel to the Superman Goku fight. I did hear uh, that too. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't hear about the other ones. That sounds awesome. Like I love that they've expanded it into other Dragon Ball characters because those matchups are, are just amazing. I feel that like we have to do the we we have to cover for next episode. Uh, or at least include it in our discussion, the Satan versus Dan fight. Because you know, oh, yeah. Street Fighter I, I don't guys. Know what would be more fitting, Satan versus Dan or or Yamcha versus Dan? <laughs> <laughs> Zing! I like it. That's a quote for the episode. <laughs> oh, snap. It's so fitting. Uh,. She continues on. I would just like to say again how much I enjoy your podcast, and I hope that you'll be able to. I'll be able to write in later down the line once you guys get further into the show. It's very interesting stuff coming up in later arcs. Thanks for the hours of listening entertainment, Ashley Steinhauser. Uh, and she goes on to give a, a, a explanation on how to pronounce her name, saying sorry, German names are weird. Uh, yes, I've got some German names in my family. They are pretty weird. Thank uh, you, very thank much, you, Ashley, Ashley, very much for. For writing in, uh, I hope you you're writing in in the future. I hope you're part of the Facebook group. Uh, we have yes. a lot of cool people there, and um, I know Don and I try to peek, pop in as every time we get the chance. Yeah, thank you for yeah. Uh, I, I honestly feel bad because like, she, like like she's new to the podcast, and she probably wrote after recently listening to like, like our last episode. So she uh, hopefully she thought we did, hopefully she didn't think we pod faded and like uh it's aware of this episode so like if she's not aware of the facebook page the facebook group 
uh, join those. We try to keep people up to date. And um, I hope you write. In, I hope you write in again just to make just to let us know that you're still listening and that. Uh, yeah, I, I you know I don't know. I can't remember a time that we've ever pimped like people subscribing to the podcast. Um, <laughs> right. Oh, I, change, I, I yeah. know a lot of podcasts do that, but I don't think I've ever once mentioned it. But yeah, if you like the show, subscribe. Well, it's because I always I naturally just listen to podcasts on iTunes. But I was talking to my cousin last week because he listens to Q and A, and he was like, "Why don't you ask us go on, on SoundCloud?" I was like, "I was like, oh, you, do you not listen to the show on on iTunes?" He's like, he just goes on the website. So like, uh, uh, and I know that there are people who use different like ways to, to listen to podcasts according to like the stats I go on Libsyn. But um, yeah, I like I don't listen to podcasts um off of iTunes. Um, oh, you do, you do not. You say you do not listen to all five things? I don't know. I have a I have this app called Pocket Casts, and I mean it does the same thing. Like you can download and subscribe to apps. Um, I've just I've had it for years, uh, and I've just I'm, I'm used to. I had it before iTunes had a podcast section. So oh yeah. So like uh, I I'm pretty sure that like downloads from that app and from other apps count towards iTunes downloads. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's uploaded the same way. I'm not, not 100% certain on that, but, like, obviously, you know, like, if people have this app and you're downloading it, it's going to count towards, you know, the downloads you have. And it's they're not going to be, like, for like not noticed. But, well, yeah, like, I... The way that, like, I do The Next Dimension is that I uh, upload to Libsyn, and that goes on the Libsyn, like, the Libsyn site, like, the crappy site that we have on there, kind of supposed to the episodes where the MP3s are. That's where I link to the Facebook page. Um, I know it was different. With, like with, with questions and answers, like Harry set that up so where it can hit itself on the website uh, independently of Libsyn. Because actually, like like we we had run over our storage and like uh, we had episodes on the website, but like just very like yesterday they they just hit uh Libs- Libsyn. And when they hit Libsyn, they they're uploaded on iTunes on the RSS feed. Uh, so with this podcast, um, I think it's kind of beholden to like if it's not on iTunes, it's not available to download. Um. But I know that that's not always the case for other shows. Uh, so, I mean, I always think of new ways to kind of you know put this out there. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys, I mean, if, if it's easier for you guys, I think it would be just easier to kind of subscribe. Uh, and of course, you don't you, you don't need the i the i iPhone iTunes podcatcher. You can get, kind of, I use Downcast, but that still goes off of podcast release on iTunes. But um, yeah, <laughs> subscribe, uh, write in. Uh, yeah, I, I really recommend subscribing, especially since we're going to go on a a a different yes schedule than we have in the past. So, you know, we'll try obviously keep it updated and let you guys know when episodes about to drop. But you know, if we don't or if you don't notice it, if you're subscribed, it, it'll it'll make you aware when we do release some new content. Yes, yeah, so which I'm glad that I released the kind of that last thing I did, where I, could, I kind of just said we're on our way back. Just kind of keep people aware of it. So if they were subscribed, then they'll know, you know, to kind of keep on subscribing now. Um, yeah, and, you know, I was thinking this just crossed my mind right now. You know, it's, if we are going to do, you know, less episodes a year, maybe bigger, longer episodes by virtue of just the amount we're going to cover, maybe we could do smaller stuff like, uh, you know, going over those death battles. Maybe we could do like a 10-minute episode over that, you know. Um, so some episodes like that could potentially pop up or maybe Absolutely. some game reviews I could do or something. Uh, totally. So yeah, you know, just just we're I think uh, I think we're both dedicated to to not pod fading away. Yeah, watch this space and always uh, and, and and again, it's another incentive to kind of get on the Facebook group page, the official Dragon Ball Next Mission Dragon Ball Z podcast group page. You just ask, and you know, Jesse and I will will let you in, 
and kind of converse with other listeners of the podcast while we, uh, in between us, lazily getting this content out. <laughs> and honestly, I can tell you, like, if if people tag me in something, I'm much more inclined to like look at it. Not not you know because I ignore anything otherwise, but that that kind of gets my attention because I don't have like Facebook notifications on my phone. I cut it off. Oh, okay. So like when I when I do go to Facebook on my phone, I'll have like 27 different like different notifications all like in a big long list so it'll say like uh it'll say like four or five different people made comments in next dimension the page so i'll usually like not look at those and then just go to the page and just scroll and scroll and just view everything there so if someone tags me in something if you know you just want to ask my opinion or ask a question feel free to tag me in that and that'll kind of get my attention more you see, I tagged you, and uh, actually, I actually put up, took a picture of like the Texas conversation we had about these episodes. Yes, because <laughs> it was funny. Um, yeah, we were on a roll. My wife's like, "What are you chuckling at?" I was like, <laughs> "What?" Uh, Super saying grape. Uh, but thank you, thank you very much once again, Ashley. And just to make, just for my peace of mind, to make sure that you're still listening, feel free to write, write in again if you have any other thoughts on uh, this or any other of our past episodes. Um. Uh, email is as, as a dbzenexmation at hotmail.com and the last email is from our boy Rich Bourne I wonder what crazy things he's up to this month Rich writes hey hey guys what's good I've gotten out of my toxic work environment and found two jobs to return to the 80 hour grind of the old days Yeesh. I've also slowed down the partying as of late being nearly 24 what? being nearly 24 aww <laughs> Almost all the scenes have been played out by now, and I'm tired of being broken hungover. We've all been there. But enough about that. There's some fanboying to be done. Almost everything about the Hit versus Goku fight was money. From Hit using his screaming to power up trope to Goku slowly figuring out the time skip, I found the progression well paced throughout. Once Kaio Kenis busted out, however, the action ants up past 11. The first time I saw that reminds me of the, second, the time in second grade watching Goku do the instant transmission Kamehameha against Cell. The sheer amazement watching him combine moves like an intelligent fighter should. Yet Hit can still continues to fight and may have inevitably won due to the added fatigue Goku put on himself. There is a rivalry that deserves a real rematch. That's about it for me. Hope this drops sooner than later, but we all know how life can be. Thank you very much. Yes, that thing, absolutely. Still high on Cloud9, Richborn, your pal. Thank you very much, Rich. Um, I'm sure I remember how old I was last month when I saw him. Do that movie can sell. I know it was the, uh, I believe I was twelve when that happened. So, yeah, I think that thing's much. Um, but those are all the emails. <laughs> I love that. Like we we've been doing the show long. That like Rich is maturing into an adult. <laughs> it took him several years, but he's getting there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, yes. Absolutely. Um. <clears throat> Those are the emails. As always, you can uh, have your email read out on the email page. Uh, H- uh, every time I see, every time when I usually say emails, it's always for another podcast. Lately, so DBC <laughs> next dimension at hotmail dot com, uh, and you can uh, write us iTunes reviews if you are so inclined on iTunes. We very much appreciate those. Um, and yeah, I think that's all the pimpage we have for this episode. And if by chance you email us and you don't want us to read the email, let us know that because I think our default view is to read them all. Oh yeah, and, and like you know, like saying the name and stuff. Yeah, like if you don't want your name said or 
yeah, you want to make sure that we pronounce it correctly. Obviously, yes. just stuff like that. Absolutely. Because um, I, I don't talk good. I remember. The, I remember the controversy over uh, Sasuke's name. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> back in the day. Um. So yeah, those are th- that's that's our episode for tonight. Uh, again, sorry for, for the long, for the long cast hiatus, and I would imagine that we would probably get back by December. Um, if we if we if we manage to get these out early, because I really enjoyed recording tonight. Um, and if we, if we manage, you know, if our schedules work out. We will definitely try to uh, get back sooner, but I think our goal would be, you know, by the end of December, by the end of the year, so like every like, like another three or four months, and we would we'll basically be talking about the entirety of the Trunks arc, the Trunks versus Goku Black arc, the Trunks versus other characters arc. Like uh, this next arc, we will talk about it all of it, not not just half of it, not just a third of it, but the entire thing. So stay tuned for that. Um, and. Until, uh, it, whilst you're waiting for that, check out our other wares, um, check out our friends, Geek Them 101, check out Konzenshu, check out, uh, my other stuff, the comic film review, uh, cbfreview.lesson.com, uh, d- check out, uh, questions we don't have answers, myself and Harry, uh, uh, are you, are you, you're not into anything else at the moment, are you, Jesse? Uh, no, I'm not, um, being a dad stuff like that um you know with my life kind of i do have ambitions to do more but um i don't commit to anything right now uh lately you know that just getting this out has been has been my main objective so i'm glad to be doing this um this is my this comes for everything else, so i want to make sure that we get in a good rhythm good rhythm for for next dimension before i even attempt to do anything else it's, it's good to be back <laughs> yeah it's gonna be back Yes, so uh, until then, one more time, guys, email in at uh, dbznextdimension.com.com. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, check us out at dbznextdimension.lipson.com. And until the next saga and Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super to be exact, this is us saying thank you very much for listening. And wait, 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 wait. I actually had a final thought. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, how could I, I forgot? <laughs> what is your ah. final thought? Getting rusty. Don't let the jelly get you. <laughs> Don't be jelly now. <laughs> Alright, you guys. Until the next episode, it'll come sooner than you realize. Take care and sayonara. Peace out. Thank you for listening to The Next Dimension, a Dragon Ball Super Podcast. You can find the show and leave feedback at dbznextdimension.lipson.com or write in for emails at dbznextdimension at hotmail.com. If you like the show, please leave us feedback on iTunes or join the Facebook page in the Facebook group. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, and Dragon Ball Kai, and Dragon Ball Super are all owned by Toy Animation, Fuji TV, and Akira Toriyama. As always, Dragon Ball is created by Akira Toriyama. Dragon Ball, 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 Dragon